Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. And yes, I am happy to announce that rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. In all seriousness, though, there there were a few days there uh, in the beginning of me getting COVID where I I did feel like I was going to die. Um, You know, no doubt about that. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the Monday edition of the show, folks, and happy May uh, to you all. Hope you guys are doing better, uh, or doing well, I should say. I'm doing better. Um, Still a little under the weather, um, but I would say about, I'm about 95%. Well, so, uh, you know, here's hoping that I uh, test test, uh, negative uh, tomorrow uh, for COVID and that uh, I can, you know, finish making a speed recovery. Um, So anyway, um, really... Not much has been going on, at least not in my world, other than the fact that uh, about a week and a half ago uh, now, I contracted COVID, basically. Uh, End of April, uh, basically, that last uh, Friday in... uh, you know, April, uh, I was feeling a bit achy Friday night and, uh, you know, I had a minor headache, didn't really think it was much of anything. Um, (laughs) but then, uh, went to bed Saturday, uh, morning, like around probably around six 30, I, I woke up and, uh, long story short, I just felt like shit. I literally felt like I was on a uh, desk, uh, you know, doorway. Uh, it felt like my, uh, <laughs> like my, uh, you know, ribs were on fire and that someone had stabbed me in the stomach. Uh, with one blade and so I felt like I was being stabbed in the chest uh, you know on one hand and then simultaneously uh, it felt like someone had you know driven another knife into my lower back uh, because my lower back was killing me as well Uh, just you know sharp stabbing pain it was to the point 
ladies and gentlemen, where I like the pain was so bad I couldn't breathe. And I thought, oh shit, I've got COVID for sure. Uh, but not only do I have COVID, like I have the I have the variant of COVID that, you know, kills people. Like that that's what was going on uh, in my brain at the time uh, on Saturday morning. That's like kind of all I remember. I just remember thinking, oh God, I got the worst strain of COVID. And this is the one that, you know, fucking kills people, I guess. So, uh, so, you know, I went out to see, I mean, my mom was in the, was in the living room and by the way she had had COVID uh you know too for that week so she had just been getting over COVID uh herself and I had just had it and you know I think I moaned something like mom I I you know I think I've got COVID or something so she took my temperature and uh long story short I had I had like a temp of a hundred and three degrees. Um, so I uh, I did take like a small dose of uh, like ivermectin, uh, which let me be clear, like ivermectin helps, but it's not like. It's not a, it's not like a big cure-all. Like, I, I think there's a misconception that people have kind of in the natural health, you know, thing that, you know, if, if you route, if you take, you know, um, ivermectin and just rub it on you, it's going to, uh, you know, it's going to get rid of COVID immediately and you'll know. I mean, I took a very small dose, which did help. Uh, and then basically um uh, my mom basically for the next several days uh gave me um basically aspirin and vitamin d pills uh that i took with uh water and uh oh and I, I was pounding water like crazy too my my god i was i was drinking a, a ton of water basically my my life for the past week uh up until this weekend really consisted of living on the couch eating bland foods uh sleeping and taking, uh, you know, aspirin and vitamin D and more sleeping and drinking water, if I didn't mention that already. So, yeah, not a whole lot uh, has been, you know, going on in my world uh, other than just I guess trying to uh, get back to normalcy. Um, however, uh, I am aware 
or I, I became aware, I should say, on a Tuesday once I was a once my fever broke. Um, you know, the fever breaking on Tuesday that was like a that was a huge uh, part of you know me getting back to you know getting back to uh, you know feeling good. And uh, I'm glad that happened. But then on Tuesday, I I was, uh, I did check Twitter uh, for the first time in like a couple of days. And I, I was aware that uh, Davy Crocco or uh, Davy or David Marcello, who uh, ran the Davy Crocco channel, uh, I do understand that he passed away. And so, uh, you know, I was saddened to hear about that um, because I, I, you know, I, I do know that uh, Davy Crocco, uh, you know, he had his struggles with substance abuse problems uh, off and on throughout his life. And, uh, you know, when I, when I knew Davy, uh, through all the Owen Benjamin stuff, it seemed like he had kind of, uh, you know, it seemed like he had turned his life around and uh, was kind of moving past that. Um, you know, yeah, I know that he had been clean for, you know, a couple of years at that point and seemed to maintain a, you know, steady job of, on his own and whatnot. So, um you know, it was very sad to hear of his death. Um, you know, uh, people have been in, there have been rumors going around regarding his death that he had relapsed, uh, you know, and, oh, and overdosed on uh, some sort of drug. And uh, honestly, I don't know what happened with Davy's death at this point nobody really knows what happened and uh you know uh, i don't want to be the one to you know continue to further any rumors or any speculation um you know all, all i know is that uh i had talked to Davy you know a, a few like probably a, about a month or so ago about doing like <coughs> an Owen Benjamin, um, you know, kind of update stream with him, <coughs> with him on on a uh, Rumble, and um, you know then. We just never got around to it. You know, my schedule got busy. His schedule got busy. And, uh, you know, we just never got around to it, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I had streamed with him a few times, um, you know, regarding the Owen Benjamin stuff and some of the January 6th st stuff after that happened. And, uh, you know, Davey was a bit of a character. I, I will say that, uh, you know. He had some controversial views to say the, <laughs> the least. Um, you know, I didn't always agree with 
all of his viewpoints. I thought some of his uh, takes were a little out there myself, but, you know, Davey was also a guy who never forced his views on uh, anyone um, and was always amicable, at least with me and, you know, most of the people that uh, I was interacting with. So I don't really have anything to, uh, you know, I don't really have anything negative to say about him. Um, you know, I just, it's sad that he passed and, um, you know, I hope, uh, I hope he can find some semblance of, uh, peace wherever he is now. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a real bummer, uh, that he passed and so, um, you know, Davey, here's hoping that you're in a better place. Uh, you know, God bless you and God, may God have mercy on your soul. And maybe I'll see you in, you know, heaven someday, my friend. I'm certainly hoping that that's the case. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I heard about Davey and his passing and that was uh you know unfortunate never like to hear about the passing of you know kind of a colleague and in, <laughs> in podcasting um but you know not a whole lot i can do um so you know just prayers to his family and uh you know in real life friends i guess so, um, you know, other than that, like I said, I was mainly just recovering, uh, this, this past week really didn't follow the news at all or anything. Um, and it really, you know, I, I did scour the headlines, uh, a little bit before, you know, hitting the record button for this episode. And, uh, <laughs> doesn't really seem like a whole lot uh, happened this week. I guess the uh, World Health Organization finally decided to uh, end the worldwide COVID emergency, which I kind of find to be a bit hilarious and a bit ironic considering that the WHO fucking decided to end, uh, you know, the COVID world crisis the same week that I fucking get it, right? Go figure. But, you know, that's just the way that thing happens, I guess. Uh, you know, any ominous conspiracy there? Maybe. But no, in all seriousness, it was probably some, uh, just some weird timing. Who knows? Um, other than that, I really can't think of, uh, much that happens uh, as far as the news is concerned, um, you know, whatnot. Um, the only other thing that I can really think of is the fact that uh, I do know that uh, 
Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, that game released. And uh, for those of you asking, no, I have not played it yet. Um, and as per usual, or seems to be you know the standard case for games these days uh it was released with bugs and uh you know glitches and they already had a day one like gaming patch which i guess has fixed some of the issues on various consoles but not you know all of them and this is something that, you know, I, I've ranted about before, whether it be with Max or with Akaba. But it really is a it really is a shame that for the past uh you know really for the past two generations of uh you know game consoles or I guess uh gaming PCs, however you want to look at it. Um you know, for the past decade, really, or so, um, gamers have been have been treated in heavy air quotes uh, to games that re retail for seventy dollars and are uh, you know pretty much broken uh, on launch day. And yet they wonder why the gaming industry wonders why uh, people are so hesitant to, you know, spend money to buy new consoles and, you know, to buy new games. Uh, it's shit like this where basically that, you know, the big gaming companies, uh, you know, they, they release games now that are basically incomplete. And they're asking top dollar for them. Uh, you know, I could understand uh, if you want to, if you charge $70 for a game at launch and that game is uh, pretty, you know, near next to flawless. Like, I, I get that. Uh you know, if you're going to release a, a game at $70, like, it, it had better be, uh, you know, nearly perfect, right? It had better be, uh, you know, near, flawless, ready to play without a hitch across, you know, various consoles and game systems, right? I... You know, that's bare minimum. But now it seems like, well, you know, give us your $70. And yeah, the game's going to be glitchy and incomplete, but we'll, you know, we'll, you know, patch the game over time. And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the way I explained it to one of my neighbors who isn't a gamer is it's uh, it's almost like 
if uh, if you were to own like a, a Tesla or something like that, you know, a very high end uh, electric car, and you know, you spend forty thousand uh, dollars for the Tesla A model, but the the software is uh, janky. And they know it's janky, but they're going to ask you, uh, you know, to spend that forty thousand dollars. And also, the uh, you know the battery is uh, unstable too. Uh, the the battery chemistry isn't stable, but they'll, uh, you know, don't worry. You've already paid your forty thousand, so they'll work on it over time to, uh, you know, make sure that that it's stable. Uh, are you really going to want to, you know, spend your money on that for a partially incomplete product? Uh, no, no one would. And yet, this is what the gaming industry does uh, repeatedly. Um, they've done it for years, and I don't want to go off on too <laughs> too much of a rant about this because. At this point, it just seems uh, extremely repetitive that we're even having this conversation. Uh, but it is what it is. So uh, for those of you wondering, I have not played Jedi Survivor yet. <laughs> Probably not going to uh, until June or maybe even July at this point if they can get their... Uh, you know, fixes in relatively soon. But, uh, you know, anyway, that that's kind of the only big thing that happened this week is uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor launched and, you know, as per usual in gaming now, it came out with bugs and whatnot. So, uh, you know, kind of disappointing, but not really, uh, you know, that surprising, I guess. Uh, one thing that is kind of good and refreshing is the fact that, uh, the Spider-Man PS4, I mean, PS5 remaster, uh, was, I guess, re-released onto the PlayStation Store, and that game is flawless, and, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's a remaster of the PS4 game, but still, um, it looks flawless and it plays great and uh, can't complain about it. <laughs> and it was only $10 for me to upgrade from uh, the PS4 version. So that was a win-win as well. And, uh, you know, other than that, I can't really think of anything else uh, that's been going on. As you guys can hear, I've still got like a little bit of a lingering cough and uh, trying to keep it, you know, pretty low key here and not exert a lot of energy, um, which is why today's episode is so short. But nevertheless, I figured I would just like to, uh, you know, come on here and let you guys know that I am in fact uh, okay. And that, you know, I, I am on the mend, uh, but it's still going to take a couple of days for me to be 
at 100% entirely. So anyway, folks, I want to thank you for uh, tuning into today's episode. Hopefully I'll be back for uh, Wednesday's show with Max and Shmui. Not yet sure what we're going to talk about or if we're going to have a guest, but uh, should be a pretty good one if we do have this show. And uh, thank you to everyone who has wished me a speed recovery so far. Uh, I've been deeply moved by everyone who has reached out, and it really does mean a lot to me. So anyway, uh, I guess I'll talk it down the road, and uh, thank you for all your continued thoughts and prayers, and I'll see you on the next episode of the show. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order. <laughs>